Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Marvel toys, as well as Star Wars, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more, because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. Join us at MarveliciousToys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious! Hello and welcome to issue 166 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And this is Justin. And we are one day away, technically two from the official release date, but in about 36 hours, we will have seen X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Not Age of Apocalypse, because that's too close to Age of Ultron. So even though the Age of Ultron comics got their name because of Age of Apocalypse comics. But anyway, X-Men Apocalypse. (laughs) It is getting confusing for the, the casual fan out there, I'm sure. We have our tickets. We will be going first showing Thursday night, I think 2D. I have heard really bad things. This movie's already out in the UK and has been for about a week. I've heard really bad things about the post-conversion 3D. I actively try to avoid 3D anyway, so yeah, 2D is the way to go for me. But we got to talk about it. Like, I feel, I guess the core of me is excited to see this movie, but I'm not hyped you know, I don't feel overly like, oh, only one more sleep until X-Men. And I can't <laughs> quite put my finger on why. The marketing of this is really poor. From the Coldwell Banker ads <laughs> to just lackluster commercials and trailers, I think. And I'm the same way. And I don't know too many people other than real X-Men diehards who are hyped for this. And I mean, Marjorie and I went back. We watched X-Men First Class. I still love that movie. I'm still going to get a tattoo probably here in the next month from X-Men First Class. And we watched the Rogue cut, finally, of Days of Future Past, and that's a good movie. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, for some reason, I just, I think maybe it's bad timing coming after Batman v Superman, Civil War, and of course, Deadpool. I was going to say, we're living in a post-Deadpool world now, and like anything in that universe just... I don't know. It's going to be a hard stick to get over. I'm hoping it's really good. And you know what? I've liked all the X-Men films so far. I even like X-Men Origins Wolverine. I know that's controversial. I think it's a fun, dumb film. Better video game? (laughs) (laughs) No, and I don't, I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade and I'm not, I'm not even expecting to not enjoy the movie. I'm just more talking about the fact that it's failed to hype me so far. Which I guess, you know, is okay. I can't be hyped about everything. No. Or else I wouldn't be able to sleep ever, so. Yeah. I wish I was more hyped if it wasn't for Now Playing and Marvelicious. I don't know that I would have noticed this movie coming out this week. It's had, like, hardly any commercials. 
I've not seen very many product tie-ins. And again, it's Coldwell Banker and some satellite company. I mean, they're tie-ins. Batman v Superman got the big ones. Civil War sweeped up the rest and X-Men's left with the crumbs. Yeah, so if you find like Shasta cans with X-Men on them, pick them up. You know what, though? There was one thing they did that finally got me really excited for this movie. (laughs) Justin, do you Snapchat? (laughs) Not on purpose. You know when I do Snapchat is when Rory is like, hey, they got new filters. Let's check them out. Do you have your phone? I do. Load Snapchat. Okay. Because this is awesome. Yes. (laughs) Hang on. Okay, so I'm looking at myself. Okay, now press and hold on your face. Oh! Now pick the filter. Holy shoot! I'm shooting lasers out of my eyes. All right, guys, show's over. I've got something I got to do for the next couple hours. <laughs> I spent like an hour playing with it today. Oh my god, this is the most awesome thing ever. Check out the Mystique one. Hang on, I'm still blowing stuff away with my eyes. <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> Oh, this is awesome. Okay. Wow. That's creepy. Isn't it? The effects, though, man. The way it, like, scales onto your face. I know. It's awesome. Wow. I spent, like, an hour just, like, trying the different filters and poses and facial expressions. Oh, this is Storm. I'm like, why do I have a beehive haircut on me? (laughs) (laughs) That's the one that looks really weird. Oh, that's cool, though. If you look up, it creates clouds and lightning above you. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Rory's going to have a ball with this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my best was Nightcrawler. The Quicksilver one, I, I look like Tangina from Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> it distorted my head. I thought I looked like Harry Carey. You did. <laughs> my Mystique isn't bad, though. No, Mystique's an awesome one. <laughs> <laughs> this is way too much fun. I'm digging this. I hope the movie is as fun as the Snapchat filters. (laughs) That's a good bar to raise right there. Because those Snapchat filters rock. Well, there's a lot of cool ones here. I can't pick my favorite. I think Nightcrawler is pretty cool. That effect and the way it draws his tattoos on your face. Mm Mm-hmm. Marjorie's looked awesome as Nightcrawler. Yeah, my Nightcrawler is pretty decent. She looks like a goth. Because of her black hair and short and down. It was really cool. (laughs) But the most fun one has got to be Cyclops. That's the most interactive. Yeah. The only problem with this is is that goes away eventually. Snapchat puts these things in here and then they can take them away when they want. That's why you take all the pictures of yourself and then save them. But what if I want to go back in a year from now and pretend like I'm Cyclops again? Well, then you'd have to lose an eye, Justin. (laughs) Oh, that's neat. Rory's going to have a real good time with that. Well, we've got a lot to talk about on this show. We're going to be reviewing the entire Giant Man wave of legends, talking about the UK Legends wave, a little bit of updates, Iron Studios' Black Panther, SH Figure Arts' Tony Stark, some Build-A-Bears, a lot of stuff. But before we do, I just want to take a moment and give a shout out to the 13 people, lucky 13 who are supporting this show through our Podbean fundraising campaign. And there's a lot of rewards you can get there. The biggest reward, hopefully, that you find, though, is that we're trying to get the video podcast back. We're trying to make this show better and more entertaining for you. 
We talk about it every show. I'm not going to go on at length here, but you can go to MarveliciousToys.com forward slash support or click the banner at the top of MarveliciousToys.com. We'd greatly appreciate any support you can give to our show. And our exclusive bonus monthly video is getting ready to come out again. So yeah, if you you haven't yet and you'd want to see that, we're getting ready to drop that one like it's hot. I I had fun making it. What about you guys? A lot of fun. Yes. And we are getting ready to mail this month's box of stoof to the one of one lucky backer. And then we're already planning all of next month. So I picked up some cool stuff that I hope is here in time for next month's box of stoof. Get your stoof together. Speaking of stoof, I think I need to go out and give a public service announcement. Uh Uh-oh. This probably shouldn't need to be said by anyone, but I must say it. When you're on Facebook and you see a sponsored post, it's probably a bad idea to buy something from a company you've never heard of. Wait, you've done this twice. Thrice, actually. Thrice. Oh. We talked about, and we reviewed a long time ago, that Captain America shield power cell that I found on eBay. It fell apart. It literally fell apart. Yeah, like the front of the shield came off the back of the shield. It was held together by some cheap foam glue. Uh, at least you have a cool little shield now, though. True. Yeah, it was. It, the whole thing was literally held together by just like a sticky pad. As not only was it hard to get to charge, and we did a full review of that, but yes, she goes to get a charge. The thing collapses on the floor. Uh. Two. I think it was December. I was sitting around working on our little holiday special. Facebook comes up with a message. Exclusive, limited, Deadpool pocket watch. Why do I need a pocket watch of any sort, let alone a Deadpool pocket watch? (laughs) Unless you're a hipster, you do not need a pocket watch. But it was almost sold out, Justin. I went to the page and it said only 12 remaining. Oh, uh, you just got coalsed. <laughs> <laughs> it also said it was $30 down from 200 <laughs> And I already believe them. Let me describe this pocket watch. First of all, it's an old-timey pocket watch in every way, but somebody put a Deadpool, like, clasp on the front. But you open it up, it looks like it's the 1800s. The chain, 1800s. Second, we found it at a con for $5 after I bought it. <laughs> Third, not only doesn't it really tell good time and did I overpay and does it have so little to do with Deadpool, but the page was a scam. I refreshed the page after I bought one. It still had 14 left. (laughs) You think? (laughs) This shouldn't have to be a public service announcement. And then (laughs) I saw a Civil War t-shirt sponsored there. I like a t-shirt. That can't be too bad. So I pick it up. It's a giant iron on on the <sighs> cheapest t-shirt known to God and man. And it was $30 shipped and took eight weeks to get here. Whoa. I thought I was ripped off. And then I kind of wished I had been. <laughs> You'd rather get nothing and learn a lesson than get a cheap $30 t-shirt. Uh-huh. Poor, poor printing. and. Let me ask you this. Did you learn your lesson before hitting purchase on those Captain America Shield ground effect lights for your car. Well, there's the punchline, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) 
Camlin this week. I sent Marjorie a link for some ground effects lights for her car. <laughs> oh, no. And I asked Marjorie, would you like these? I didn't quite really understand what it was at first, and I said yes before fully thinking it through. <laughs> it's basically a flashlight with a gel of the Captain America shield on it that is not going to look anything like it does in the picture that they keep putting on Facebook. <laughs> Let me tell you the number of ways they're scamming you. First of all, those exact same things are being sold, I think, by the exact same company using two different names on Facebook. (sighs) I've also found some of these places on Facebook have sponsored posts that pretend to be a site like us that reviews products, but they sponsor the post and talk about how great this product is when, in fact, this site is nothing but an ad for the product they're discussing. Right. But it said it was a laser, a laser display for the ground effects of the car. (laughs) Has this arrived yet? It did this week. And this is when I'm finally like four times lesson learned. Finally, I'm not going to buy a T-shirt. Not going to buy a pocket watch. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. You can't get fooled again. Fool me three times. So that's back on you. Fool me four times. Well, you might as well just turn your credit cards in because come on. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Let me tell you, though, it is a flashlight with the gel of the shield. It is a bright flashlight. I took it into the theater. It did display pretty well, pretty brightly, pretty colorfully. So if you were in a completely dark area at night with no city lights, it would really show up well. My problem is it came with zero instructions. None. I have no idea. Again, it's held on by a sticky pad, just like the stupid battery. Mm. I'm supposed to go and adhere it to Marjorie's car. The one thing I'll give it is it does automatically turn off. It's got a magnet. So when you close the car door, the light should turn off. And then you open the car door and the light turns on. Hmm. But I can't find any place on the car where I can put this three-quarter of an inch thick, three inches wide, four AA battery holding mofo (laughs) in the door jam. (laughs) I'm like, I could probably put it next to the, like, armrest on the driver's side door, but where's the magnet? (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, don't worry about putting it on the car. Actually, what you could do is make it a cool, like, nightlight for the bathroom. If you just MacGyver it just right, you can make it shine cap shield into the toilet. (laughs) That would be awesome. Yeah. So I just, I think I need to go out there and say, things are sometimes licensed for a reason. And if you just see something advertised on Facebook from a company you don't know, even if it's just a shirt, don't buy it. I would feel bad for you, but four times, man, come on. But it was four different times. I think, honestly, the stupidest was the pocket watch. That was the one I really am embarrassed to tell the story of. Really? (laughs) I mean, a USB charger, you think, oh, that probably could work. And the car lights, Marjorie told me to buy them. I have a... I didn't quite realize what I was saying. I was in the midst of some Captain America hype. (laughs) Jenny can wear a Captain America shirt, like, for 14 days straight. Like, I have enough shirts to do that now. (laughs) I really like the new movie. I also have Bucky shirts, which I didn't have before, so that's cool. Nice. But the key being is you bought it in person. You didn't see it on a Facebook ad. Correct. 
and then give them your money. Yes. Okay. I did buy a Marjorie a T Fury shirt that was advertised on yeah. Facebook. It was Hello Kitty, only it was Black Panther. It said Hello Panther. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and, but it's T Fury. That's a known quantity. Well, speaking of Marjorie's Captain America hype, I also asked <laughs> her if I should buy something else online, and she jumped up and down and said, Yes, yes, yes. It was the Jada Toys Wave 2 of their Civil War figures, Black Panther, Bucky, and Black Widow. Is that, are, we, are we landing on Jada, or is it Jada? I have no idea. I don't know either. Does somebody want to try to call them and let us know how the receptionist answers the phone? And then just hang up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or just go, is your refrigerator running? <laughs> Listeners, if you can come down on the Jada Jada, let us know. Maybe it's Jada Pinkett Smith, and we've been wrong this whole time. <laughs> now, are these good prices? Is this about what retail price is? It's I bought about, them all for twelve ninety five, and that's about retail, except for the big ones because they have four inch and six inch. Right. And the six inch only is Captain America and Iron Man. All right. My fear was constant second wave syndrome for these unknown figures that Marjorie enjoyed. So when I saw them on Amazon Prime shipping, all three at MSRP, I was like. I asked her, do you enjoy the thrill of the hunt or do you enjoy knowing you have them? And she said, knowing I have them. <laughs> well, I was afraid I wouldn't see them. I, hey, they, they've been scarce in the wild. I have yet to see a Marvel property of these at a store yet. I haven't seen them at Toys R Us, Walmart, or Target. Well, I talked to the guy at Toys R Us. I made friends with them, and he told me that those are flying off the shelf. Oh, wow. Yeah, like the first batch that they got of the four inch is just Cap and Iron Man. He knows that they put out the box. And then two days later, they were all gone. Wow. Much more popular than the DC ones, because those just hang around everywhere. Yeah, well... It was a better movie. <laughs> better characters. And the Black Panther's already gone up in price on Amazon. Now, not like the legend. He's not $80. But Amazon proper was selling Black Panther. They're sold out. Now the cheapest is $16. And it's my favorite of the Wave 2. I'm not quite sure how I feel about the human faces on specifically the Bucky. You know, I like his metal arm. I'm not going to lie. I think they did a good job on it. It's nice and shiny. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm not going to disparage anybody's taste in these little cute off-brand type of things because there's so many of them now. But these particular ones just do not do anything for me. There's something just completely freaky about the proportions. It's the barrel chest. Yeah, with the human-shaped heads, though. They didn't go cutesy with the heads at all. They kept them... Normal. Like, look at the Deadpool and tell me that doesn't look like Vern Troyer in a Deadpool costume. It does. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but yet, I actually kind of go with that and I like that he's flipping the peace sign. It's specifically, I think Bucky has kind of a cutesy face, though. It's very cartoony, but he looks like the face of a Peanuts character, I think. Yeah, I guess I'm talking more the shape. Like, they didn't go, like, cartoony shape. They kept, like, human shapes and then made, like, exaggerated eyes. No, I think they're human funnels. The shoulders are so wide and the ankles are so tiny. Yeah, they are funnels. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> <laughs> like the bottom half of them from like the chest down got caught in a shrinko ray. <laughs> but yeah, once again, this is a line where if they have a mask on, they seem to, to come off a little bit better than the, the human likenesses. Well, Marjorie is now proud owner of the full set. Yay! And, you know, at 13 bucks... That's not something bad to get into. Some of these other cutesy lines that we talk about, you know, 40, 50 bucks per, that's where you have to really love it. And it's not hot toy priced, let's be honest. Exactly. 
Speaking of cutesy toys, I have put out the call. If anyone knows where I can find that Beast Kingdom Hulk bank that looks a lot like a Mighty Mug, it was like 10 bucks, but I didn't get it when Age of Ultron came out, and now I cannot find that thing anywhere. I mean, I've checked worldwide, so if anybody's sitting on like a case of Beast Kingdom Hulk banks and is like, oh yeah, I meant to sell those, drop us a line. Also in the Captain America cutesy line, Marjorie sent me such a sad text message. I did? Yeah, it came in probably around 10 a.m. on a day I was homesick from work. The text message just read, The Amazon-exclusive 75th anniversary Captain America went online. He's all sold out now. Oh. To which I replied, Well, it's a good thing I ordered one at 6 a.m. then, huh? <laughs> yes, I woke up to email work that I was going to be not in that day and just so happened to notice this pop vinyl up there. <sighs> it was a hot pop, though. It's this 75th anniversary. One a lot like this is at Kohl's or showing up at Kohl's soon where it's the exact same one but with brighter colors and a transparent painted shield. Oh, that's cool. This one has a solid shield but is sepia tone Captain America. And this thing, it sold out really fast. And then for a couple days, it came in and out of stock. They were selling on eBay for up to 75 bucks a piece. Holy crap. How many did you buy? One. There's a limit of two per person. When they came back in stock, I got another because Amazon doesn't have a good track record with me of shipping things undamaged. But now they're just in stock. So everybody who paid $75 is having a big wah wah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Yeah, they've been in stock for a while. They went out of stock, like you said, that morning, and they've been they've been back. The entire first two days, it was in and out, and more out than in. Hmm. Of course, it has a perfect release date. It's coming out July 4th. That's very patriotic. Now, if you remember back, Hasbro did this in like the first year of the Marvel Universe. They released that Cap sepia-toned version as a Comic-Con exclusive. Yep. I got the black and white one. Is that what you're talking about? It wasn't quite sepia. Well, they did both. They did a black and white one. Then they did a more muted one. But maybe the muted one wasn't uh, exclusive. No, there was. It was part of that Defenders 4-pack. Right. Yes. With the, the Red Skull. Yeah. That was a cool set. It came with a magnet and everything. Yeah. Kind of forgot about that set. But yeah, there was a sepia-toned cap in that. And speaking of pops, I hope everybody got a chance to watch Marjorie and me Periscope live from Hot Topic, because that's, of course, everything. Actually, we were literally in the food court, like teenagers. Yeah, we were recreating a date that we never had. <laughs> when we were 12. Yeah. Luca Pizza's back, though, did you notice? And I saw you guys were periscoping, and I had that thought that remember that old commercial where a guy's walking down the street, and there goes a guy with his forerunner and a canoe on top, and the guy's like, "Where's that guy going? It's Tuesday. People work on Tuesdays. <laughs> I'm just sitting at work. You guys are periscoping from the mall, making me jealous." Well, Marjorie was in that time off between the two jobs, and I took a very early lunch. <laughs> yeah we went and stood in line to get those we were the only ones there like marjorie got there an hour early the store opened a half an hour early to handle the rush of marjorie <laughs> <laughs> she calls me and says crap the store's opening at 9 30 not 10 i hop in my car and like 
go down there like the Ghostbusters heading to that hotel. <laughs> and I like I'm power walking in the mall, you know, with all the mall walkers. I'm like walking past all the old people, but like trying not to run to not look too desperate. <laughs> and then I get there and like the clerk had already made a stack of how many did they allow? 10? 16. 16. That's a perfectly weird number. It is. Yeah. Are they four per case? So maybe it's four cases. Eight per case. Oh, so two cases. Why didn't they just sell them to us in the case? No, they unbagged all of them, scanned them individually. So yes, I guess we got a total of 42 because I had ordered 10 at HotTopic.com, which was the online limit that morning at 2 a.m. Hmm. So 42 pops. It took us all of, what, four minutes to find the chase and call it a day? Yeah, it was pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> we may have overbought. But Justin, like I said, I got a full set for you. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed watching you open them, and all I had to do was sit back and let you guys do all the hard work. It was a lot of fun, but a little bit overhyped, I guess. I don't know why this one had less interest than the last one. The last one was so hot, and this one... I think it was our area because there were a lot of other hot topics that were sold out instantly. They sold out online and then came back up. Now, I will say that Hot Topic has a bad history of canceling orders on things like this, too. So a lot of people did double down because they ordered the allotment and Hot Topic would cancel their order then. Well, the chase was 1 in 17. And so that's why I was going a little bit nuts. And the chase is selling for 75 online. We got two. And Justin, you got one. We got one. But we have a bunch of other pops for trade and sale. And some of them people are still paying more for because they sold out so quick. So I don't think we're going to lose a whole lot of money in this deal. But I didn't buy them to profit. I bought them because I wanted one of the damn chase ones and I didn't want to pay a scalper. I'd rather overpay Hot Topic than overpay eBay. Yeah, and also, it was also a little confusing too. Like, going in, did you know exactly what you were looking for beyond just the three regular ones? Yes. Marvel Toy News had broken that it was... A metallic one. They had postulated it might be like a Hispanic Deadpool. I forget which character name that was. But but the first time around, like, it was clear that the chase was just the purple one, Terror, right? Yes. This time it was, the chase was one of the regular ones, but a metallic version of that regular one. I really wonder if something happened where they screwed up on the last ones. Because remember the ratio was like, the yellow is one in three. The orange is one in three. And the purple, question mark, well, math dictates. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if they meant to have like another one because they kind of used similar math here, but then had a fourth one mixed in. Hmm. But the trip to the mall was a little bit more expensive as Marjorie wandered into Build-A-Bear. What? Wait a second. Now you're pinning this all on me? I wasn't there. I had to go back to work. Well, I did wander into Build-A-Bear, and they have new mini bears. I don't know if you've seen these, Justin. They're I'm looking at them now. Like what? They're about eight inches tall, aren't they, Ernie? Yeah, they're about, I'd say, a half the size to two-thirds the size of your average bear. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, some of these work better than others. You know, some of them are cute. Some of them look like they, you know, been rolling around in the mud, like the Hulk bear. Like, that's just a weird way to do it. He's all green except for right around his eyes and muzzle. Yeah, some of them are, like, really awesome, and some of you are kind of like, mm, no. 
Well, it looks like they made Black Widow a little bit more chunky than the rest of the bears, too. It's sexism. It is. Here's the interesting thing. For a place called Build-A-Bear, you don't get to build these bears. They sell stuff that you don't get to build. Yeah, that's that's wrong. <laughs> it's called Build-A-Bear. That's like when I go to Just for Feet and they sell hats. <laughs> I've never been to Just for Feet, but all right. Yes, you went with me. It was I did? in Florida. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, they could sell these at their sister store, Buy-A-Bear. <laughs> Exactly. But these are pre-made bears for the bearer on the go. <laughs> no, they're really cute, though, and you probably got some characters you wouldn't normally get. Admittedly. You picked up the whole set, didn't you, all eight? I did, because crazy. Well, they're also well-priced. They're four for 40, which is significantly cheaper than the other bears. Yes, but- the other bears, you get to put, what, pulsing hearts in that are kind of creepy. And there's and- sound effects, like Hulk has a roar sound and, you know, stuff like that. Black Widow Bear reminds me of, like, a Muppet in drag. When she they looks put- like Miss Piggy. Yeah. Or- actually, she looks more like the first really <laughs> member of Mr. T. Janice. Yeah, Janice. Thank <laughs> you. It's weird that they went deep on Spider-Man right away. Like, here's two different outfits. Well, Miles Morales Spider-Man is... Uh, hugely successful character and you know it's not like it's peter parker in two different outfits it's the other spider-man right what's weird for me is that all of these characters except for two were in civil war and hulk was in avengers miles morales kind of sticks out as the one bear that's not in the marvel cinematic universe but falcon just drives home that they are definitely doing comics here yeah (laughs) but he's cute (laughs) It, the, the comic costume for a bear is way more friendly to doing a stuffed animal than his movie one. So I can see why they went that way. Yeah. But the rest of them kind of seem like a mix, you know? Like the Iron Man looks like it could be movie if you wanted it to be. Yeah, true. I mean, the movies are so close to the comics anyway that it can kind of go either way there. Yeah. But you're right. Falcon is the one that sticks out as, oh, yep, comic version. Now, did you pick up any of the big bears? I did not pick up any of the big bears. Because that Iron Man with the light up hand. Well, I thought since it would have been for you that maybe you would like to go with me and you can build it because there are sound effects you can put in there. Uh, That's right. They have actual like talking things for Iron Man and Cap. Yes, they do. I might go build a Nemo. He's cute with those big old eyes. Oh, they're very cute, aren't they? Yeah. Wait, hey, I got an 11 year old daughter. I don't need an excuse to go in there. Then online, a couple pre-orders came up. Iron Studios is a company that I hadn't paid a lot of attention to. They had put up a Spider-Man diorama on Sideshow, and I looked at it and went, that's really expensive, and I don't know the company, so I won't pay a whole lot of attention. (laughs) I've got quite a few Spider-Man statues, but now they have their second item up there, and it is the Black Panther from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They hesitate from saying Civil War specifically because he's climbing like a big stone cliff thing. And so they just say based on references from Civil War. But this is one awesomely detailed statue. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you talked about how they were calling him the tire tread because of that costume. Well, this one really drives home how much detail and tread there are going on in this thing. It's quarter scale. It stands 22 and a half inches tall. $600. Ooh. Hmm. 
I passed. I love it, but I passed. I wait for the hot toy. I've already got the hot toy on pre-order. Yep. Something about the jaw on this is bothering me, though. It feels like they almost made his face too long. Hmm. It doesn't doesn't seem too out of scale to me. Yeah, me either. I I think, you know... Maybe it's just the way they took the photo. It's black on black, so that's kind of... Some people on Facebook were posting pictures. Apparently, Iron Studios only just recently got this distribution deal with Sideshow, and they put out a Captain America that you could get in, like, Brazil and Australia... It was freaking gorgeous. It's all polystone, but the outfit looks like cloth, and it's now just unaffordably expensive, but they make nice stuff. It's a company that I'm going to watch, and my wallet is going to weep. (laughs) Between them and salt and pepper, I feel like I need to get another full-time job for you. Yeah. Yeah, Two new, hard-to-come-by big statue-making companies in your life now. That's never a good thing. You see, that's why I didn't jump in on this Black Panther, is I don't need another statue-maker in my life right now. (laughs) And I can't be all in on salt and pepper. I mean, A, expensive, B, too many. So it's just going to be a prize piece here and there, like Howard the Duck or Spider-Ham. I will say the detail on that kind of took the shine off of the Hot Toys version. Re-looking at that one, thinking, man, they need to add some more detail into that. I know, yeah, I know. And also, this week, the SH Figure Arts Tony Stark went up for order and was sold out before I even woke up. And I wasn't even sick that day. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty awesome figure. The facial sculpt is astounding. Yeah. As much as we talk about Figure Arts, the one thing that we all kind of agreed on is that they don't do faces great. Well... I think maybe they uh, decided that that was a challenge and they were going to rise to the occasion because they nailed it here. Yeah, and he comes with the interchangeable arms and legs so he can be like suiting up in the Mark 42 armor like he did in that scene that was so much better when we saw it at Comic-Con Squirts at Christmas and Hollis. (laughs) Before they couldn't get that song. Uh Uh-huh. And the first batch of them comes with, like, the display stand that will not be included on others. Hmm. But yeah, this one, this one was a blink and you missed it. And I sent Justin a text because I had Big Bad Toy Store on auto refresh with a search for Tony Stark, knowing that they were my last hope because every international place where I shop had sold out overnight in just a couple hours. Were you sending Justin to Japan for you? (laughs) No, I I was just stalking. And then when it came up on Big Bad Toy Store, I got my order in and I texted you, Justin. Yep. And unfortunately, I was in a meeting and didn't get my text until like 1145. And by that time, they were long gone. Sold out in under an hour. (sighs) Big Bad Toy Store never even got a chance to send me that. You might be interested in this email. (laughs) Yeah, this is one that I'm going to have to keep an eye on on the secondary market or hope that maybe... You know, it shows up again, they re-release it, but you just never know with these exclusives. I'm excited because of the picture they have in front of the Hall of Armor. I'm like, if they put out the Hall of Armor and all the various armors that are already out, that's a kick-ass display and a lot smaller and cheaper than the Hot Toy. Yeah. And I'm starting to wonder if this base and his boots aren't magnetic. Because some of the poses they have him in are making me think that there's a little magnet in there to help keep him standing. Hmm. Also, to follow up on some news from last week, 
Remember I talked about those legends from the United Kingdom I ordered? Oh, yeah. I got a shipping notice. Okay, that's a good first step. But (laughs) there was a picture posted to one of the Facebook groups I frequent. And I posted it to our Facebook page. There is news coming from overseas that it's not just repackaged figures that are now singly packed. Mm -hmm. According to a picture from Taiwan... They have given the Hulkbuster figure a total repaint to look movie accurate instead of, like, the Titan figure from the original one. Interesting. Jerks. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't know. This will be in hand next time we record, and I will give the definitive answer. It could just be a really cool custom paint job in that photo, because I have seen people give really awesome paint upgrades. But on the picture I'm seeing, the red is darker movie-accurate red, the gold's a little bit darker movie-accurate gold, the silver on the boots looks really good. I mean, it's night and day better. It's the Hulkbuster we wanted. Yeah, I mean, I could go either way on this being a custom job or being a production job, because... Just looking at this picture, there's hints for both. Like it's standing on like a a craft cutting board and there's pencils and pens and other materials back there that make me think, okay, this could be somebody's workshop, right? Where they're making toys. With some hard candy and a corded telephone. <laughs> yeah. Ricola. <laughs> but then the thing that points to it being a production figure is that they didn't repaint this to be more accurate to the movie. By that, I mean, they didn't like go in and add more paint details than the first round, but they just use better colors than Hasbro did the first time around. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leans toward it being an actual production piece. Either way, it looks way better than the first release. So something to be aware of. <sighs> and I did see some of the individual packaged figures and it looks like they're coming in just standard packages and they'll be packaged like, you know, what we're normal used to seeing. So yeah, that's one that... I think it's kind of a cool thing to have. And once you get them in hand, if they still have them in stock, I may reconsider. Is he your test subject? Well, he he, he volunteers, so. Yeah, that's so. true. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> hey, sometimes you're the test subject, like with fig yards. Yeah, true. <laughs> and finally, let me just give a shout out to our supporter, Dorkside Toys. I have pre-ordered from them the Marvel Select Movie Doctor Strange figure. A lot of information I'm hearing is that this figure is going to be a very small production run. I haven't heard that from Diamond, but I've heard that from various resellers and toy sellers I know. Not Dorkside, but I didn't want to risk not getting this Doctor Strange. It was $22.99 at Dorkside, and I got it ordered. Not a bad idea if that's something that you want to get for sure. Also, there are people on eBay spending upwards of $80, $80 for a Black Panther Marvel Legends figure. One figure. Mm. You know, if, if, as we're going to, you know, review, if this figure was five years old and that was the price it had been getting, I would say, hey, fair enough. But as Arnie is about to enlighten everybody, (laughs) don't pay $80 for one figure right now. No. Dorkside Toys, you can get the entire wave with Nick Fury, who's also very hard to find. 
and Iron Man, who's surprisingly selling very well for just $145. So for less than the price of two Black Panthers, you get all six figures with a giant man. I think that's the way to go. And if you're still a little worried or you don't want the whole wave, or if you want to have a couple of duplicates, Hasbro is having a revision case of this wave. Sadly, not two Nick Furies, which I would have liked, but two Black Panthers per case and two Captain Americas, which is going to make Iron Man really hard to get. Yeah. But you can order the case or just the wave right now at Dorkside Toys, and please use the link from the homepage, MarveliciousToys.com. And keep an eye out, because with Black Panther, two per case, if that's the only figure you want, subscribe to their newsletter, because they may well have some just individually, and they don't upcharge. They will charge you the same $21.99 that Spider-Gwen is going for on their site right now. And I will laugh when a year from now they're marked down to twelve ninety nine, at all the people who paid 80 <laughs> It's a hot figure, but don't go crazy while it's still current. That's just the best advice you could ever get. I know. Do you have any idea how much it's hurting me to only have three Nick Fury so far? <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I still have just the one, but, you know, on my Amazon save search, I'm, I'm waiting for it to go down and... He's been sitting at that $31 for a few weeks. And I keep trying to not rationalize that 31 is a good price shipped. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to get one from Dorkside Toys when they had them up for order at regular price. So that's how I have a third. But let's look at this wave of figures. It is the Giant Man wave from Hasbro of Legends with four movie figures and three comic figures. Yeah. If you count the Build-A-Figure. Which I do. Which you have to. It's a figure. That's right. It's right in the name. It's not a Build-A-Play set. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? The first one out of the gate, though, Captain America in his movie outfit. You mean Captain Repaint? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Sorry, Marjorie. What am I seeing here, Justin? You are looking at nothing more than a straight repaint of... Avengers cap. I hate to say it. Avengers 1 or Age of Ultron? Oh, I think Age of Ultron. When's the last time we got a movie cap? Age of Ultron. And because of the A Avengers branding on his outfit, that's why I thought it was going to be Age of Ultron. But I want to clarify. Ah, yep. So, yes, we got a straight up repaint of that figure. And I can't remember what accessories that figure came with. If he came with an extra head or extra hands. But this time around, we get no accessories. We get Cap with the shield. Yeah, that one from Age of Ultron had the unmasked head that looked nothing like Chris Evans and two extra hands. Uh-huh. So they even cut back. But this is the same figure that we'll be getting in that special three-pack with Spider-Man and Battle Damage Cap and Iron Man later in the year. And he will be somewhat battle damaged or at least scuffed up clothing as well with an unmasked head that's where they're giving it to us this time around ah but i gotta say the paint job on this is really nice i like the real dark blue on it i love the shininess of the shield well and his star on his chest also has a good shine to it not my favorite cap outfit but i will say that it's been a really long time since i've had to hunt for a 
cap with two correct eyes or, you know, something without paint splotches. I think they've really done a better job lately, especially with the stripes on his stomach. There's usually all kinds of paint slop there. Yeah, this, you know, for being a straight repaint, it's it's an upgrade to that previous figure because it just feels more real world accurate. That first time around, the blue was a little too plasticky. The red was a little too toyish. But here it feels, you know, it's a more subtle, darker blue with more details in the red and stuff like that. So as repaints go, I'm happy with the way this one came out. Yeah, I completely agree. The texture on it, I mean, just works so well. They did do a great paint job. I wish they wouldn't have given us two fists. Like, if they have all these other hands, one of them could have been the straight-out hand for behind the shield or something. Yeah, it makes it a little difficult for him to hold his shield without having to, like, bend his wrist in there to kind of keep it on there. I didn't have any trouble with that. I just slid it up his forearm, but... It just looks a little unnatural that he's not gripping anything. It's just, you know, balled up fist. Kind of sitting there. But we've gotten quite a few cap figures recently. And while this one does have kind of a belt that slides up and down a little bit, as the other one did, at least the shoulder straps aren't falling down his wrists and all of that like we got with Wolfie Cap. (laughs) This one is absolutely fine. I really don't have any complaints about it other than it's not my favorite. So Hasbro should cater to my wishes. Well, we're talking about a mold that's only a year old with Age of Ultron last year. So I'm not going to begrudge them a repaint. No, it's, it's a serviceable figure for a popular movie character. And it looks good. So, you know, have at it. But of course, figure number two is far cooler. Sadly, I'm not really. Iron Man. I'm going to go ahead and surprise you here. This might be my favorite Hasbro Iron Man figure to date. What? Yes. Now, ignoring the use of the bad colored plastic, which is just not accurate, which... It's not very good. No, that was my instant problem. The sculpt, however, is awesome. There's not a reused part here. This is 100% new from helmet to toe. And (laughs) they finally got the scale of Iron Man in the suit proper. He's just slightly bigger than every other release they've done. And he finally looks good on a shelf next to other members of the Avengers. He feels a little heavier too, like more solid in the core versus just like heavy plastic. Does that make sense at all? He's been doing planks. Yes. (laughs) No, I, I am very impressed with the sculpting of this figure. They went all out on this, and then the paint team kind of dropped the ball a little bit. It's not even the paint. I'll agree with what you've just said, by and large. Although, I think they could have done a little bit better, because the shoulder pads, or whatever you want to call those things, prevent much upward motion of the arm. And I think they could have done a little bit more with the hip articulation, too. It's really hard there. It's like it's rubbing, like the torso is preventing outward hip motion. So those are my complaints on the posability. But yes, the detail is nice. It's not just the paint, though. They use just this really dull red plastic. It's, it's a little shinier on the legs where I think it's painted versus the torso and the neck. But it really just looks like a toy. Like leftover tomato soup. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think... If they gave this the metallic kind of paint job they've given Iron Men in the past, or Iron Mans, then it would really rock. But with this paint job, it undercuts the coolness of the figure. Yep, I, I can agree with that. I'm just laughing at Tomato Soup Tony Stark now. 
<laughs> I mean, his little hand plate makes it so you can't even do the stop in the name of love pose. What? It has the wrist articulation, but try to move that wrist up 90 degrees. I got it. On his arm? Yeah. Right or left? His left. Or I can't get his right to do it. Let me try his yeah. left. The right seems to have a little more of a resistance. Okay, I was able to get the right to do it. Not 90 degrees, maybe 60 degrees. Oh, I've got it pretty darn close. He does come with those little blast effects that I think are kind of cool. I like having them as an option. I would never want them you know, adhered to the Permanent. figure. No, yeah, I'm glad that they're things that you can pop in and out. And I like that they're pegged properly to go in either the foot or the hands, depending on how you want to display it. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I, I just always am so used to the foot pegs on figures. I never thought about having them in a flying pose. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, after dinging the paint job on the figure, I'm going to give them a little bit of kudos for the way they painted these effects because it looks pretty cool with the little bit of white frosting at the, at the bottom fading out to a nice translucent blue. But I think you had to give him these because now you can use these figures to attempt to recreate the scene from the movie, right? With him blasting the shield. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how everybody has to pose these, I think, by law. (laughs) And before we forget, he does come with two extra hands. He has the open palm hands with the holes, or he has closed fist hands. It's a decent enough figure. I I think it'll be much better when they repaint it on a future re-release. Yeah, I mean, I'm judging this based on previous Iron Man. You know, we've seen what they've done before, and this is kind of the red that they've been using. So having been okay with that for the last few years, I'm just over excited by the good sculpt here. Then figure three is the moneymaker. I don't know if I should be holding this. It's so expensive. The Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Ooh, mine's got a clicky ab crunch. Mine too. <laughs> I don't want to do that too many times so he doesn't get all loosey-goosey. I like this... It- this one, they've done a really good job with the texture on this. I mean, it's it's black on black. It's with a little bit of silver. And it really just is, it stands out because of how well they did all the little ridges and the different textures on it. All the blacks match. I love his little claw that he's got going on on both hands. I like this. No wonder it's going for $80. He is the breakout character of the movie, I really believe. I mean, Spider-Man was awesome, don't get me wrong, but he was such a minor part of the movie that I don't think he had a chance to really break out. Black Panther had an emotional storyline, he had a character arc, we were introduced to him, we ended the film in Wakanda, and he was just such a badass, fighting everybody toe-to-toe, and trying to kill Bucky so hardcore and, you know, totally dissing Clint. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) And so I think that's part of the reason why the figure is so expensive on the secondary market. But the other half is it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And even the unmasked head has a good Chadwick Boseman kind of look. Oh, it does. They really got the... The unmasked head down pretty darn good. And that gaze, like he's just so angry. Did a good job on that. I would just add to your list of reasons of why this is, you know, going for so much right now is also just the history of Black Panther figures is 
he's a fan favorite. I mean, look up the old Toy Biz Black Panther figure and see what he's going for nowadays. That thing has always been $50 and up, if not more. And now that we have a cool movie version of him and the character didn't suck in the movie and he looks as cool as his costume looks, of course he's going to be a hot ticket item. But the figure, I mean, it's obviously an all-new sculpt with the intricately detailed costume there. And I like his little, like, toes. (laughs) He's kind of got, like, the samurai sandals. And yeah, the claws. And they did a great paint job on this. It's a black-on-black character, but they painted the fingertips silver. His little necklace armor is silver. His little look-at-my-groin accents are silver. I don't think that's what they mean. (laughs) They're little arrows pointing at the junk. But I don't think they're, hey, look at my junk. (laughs) If I wore, like, a belt that went in that direction, what would would people think? (laughs) Look at you! He wants me to look at his junk. Yes, exactly. (laughs) The little silver at the top of the forearm. I mean, it's just the accents work perfectly. Kudos to the costume designers and kudos to Hasbro for recreating it so well. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about simplicity. I mean, this is three colors at most. Cast in black plastic, like you said, silver paint highlights, and then maybe just a little bit of white for the eyes. Well, and also white on the back of his leg. The number usually doesn't bother me, but when it's a big white number on an all-black figure. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to do? They have to have it, right? I don't know. Do they? (laughs) Oh, man. I'm now just noticing that mine has a nice silver splotch of paint on his back calf. I think I got one that was meant for Arnie. He usually gets (laughs) paint splattered all over the place. Ugh. But articulation-wise, like, this is where the articulation that they've been putting in Marvel Legends for the last couple years really comes into play. I mean, you can get some really good dynamic movement out of his legs and ankles, and his wrists give you a lot of... You can, If you can't get 90 out of these wrists, Arnie, you're doing something wrong. Oh, I can get 90 out of them. I can see why this figure is hot, hot, hot right now, but still, I would not be paying $80 for it. I would try to be patient. I would attempt to be patient as well. You would not end up being patient, though. (laughs) This is why I order by the case now, though. Mm -hmm. Figure number four is a character that I will admit I'm not very familiar with. It's a daredevil villain, Nuke, from the 80s, Frank Miller run. Yeah, he's not somebody that I'm too familiar with either. But he is a cool-looking figure, I will say that. I thought it was Duke Nukem. Well, funny you say that. I mean, his name's Nuke. Duke Nukem. I looked it up. Duke Nukem came out several years after this. And truth be told, I love Duke Nukem. It existed by being unoriginal. All of Duke Nukem's great lines in the 3D game were like taken straight from Sam Raimi and John Carpenter films. (laughs) So I'm not convinced it's not Duke Nukem is what I'm going to say. Or at least heavily inspired by, right? Duke Nukem heavily inspired by Nuke, yes. Yes. (laughs) But, no, this figure is pretty badass. Although, I I swear, if you change the head, you just got to, like, small soldiers. Remember that movie? Uh, That's exactly what I was going to say. You take that (laughs) that flag off of his face, and Uh it is exactly out of small figures. Uh I don't think I've ever seen that one. It's where the army men come to life. And wage war against the aliens. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones voiced, I think, the lead soldier, if that I remember That sounds dreadful. Right. It wasn't good. If you look up the poster, I think this guy's front and center. 
it does look very much like G.I. Joe, in addition to what I envision Duke Nukem looks like. But this is a really decked out figure. I mean, I think we've got a reused buck here because what they've done is create a totally new, like, soft plastic vest to put over him. And that has bullets and grenades and a sheath for his knife. And, like, he's carrying his knife like He-Man carries a sword and that (laughs) strap on the back. (laughs) He also comes with a BFG. Like Duke Nukem. Yep. But this one's really badass. It's red silver, but looks like it'd be Captain America's gun, doesn't it? It's got a star on the butt. Well, he definitely goes for the red, white, and blue motif. Yeah, it's a cool knife. I mean, it's got serrated edges, and there's like a little, you know, paint app on the blade edge, so it goes to silver. It's got a knuckle guard. It's definitely a Rambo knife, too. I mean, if we're looking at influences, this was the first blood knife. Oh, yeah. You can fillet a man from his appetite to his... (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think looking at pieces here, obviously the heads are new. The arms feel like those probably came from somewhere else. The The body is probably somewhere else. I'm guessing it's probably that barrel-chested one that we're sick of seeing. But guess what works here on this big guy? I can't move his vest enough to see if there's a hole in his back. <laughs> I started to, and I popped the little belt buckle off, and I don't want to go any further. Yeah, I can see that. I'm not going to mess with him. He's too cool a figure. Yeah. But this, the vest, all new to him, his little belt with all the pouches new to him. And I, I do not recognize these legs from anywhere. So I'm going to say these are new as well. I think if they're not new, they're really heavily kit bashed because I don't recognize the pouches combined with the knee pads. And I love the paint job they gave the knee pads like they were supposed to be green and they got all scraped up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not recognizing these boots. These boots have a lot of detail in them. They're, you know, like standard issue army boots. They've got sculpted laces and eyelets and instep. Has some lines going on there. I don't even know why they needed to sculpt that in there, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. There's a strap that goes around the inside of the top of the boot. Just detail everywhere you look on this figure. And hey, look, his serial number is printed in black on the inner thigh so that unless you're in the movie Once Bitten, you'd never get to see it. Oh, <laughs> weird. I'm just down with the weird references tonight. You are. <laughs> but doing that, show me how much, you know, motion and range of motion his legs have. He can really get a, a splits going on there. I love the alternate head, too, where he's shaved and he's kind of got the Terminator robot coming through. Oh, Yeah. And they didn't chintz out here. Like, that is all sculpted in there. That is really cool looking. Yeah, I mean, it's literally like Terminator or V or anything. That is flesh over a robotic skull underneath. It is not just... Yeah, it's not painted on. It's sculpted. Yeah, it's like they tore the plastic. Yeah. So, no, for a character I don't know that well, you know what this figure has done? Is it actually has me getting some Frank Miller trades of Daredevil, because I want to know what this character is about. That's how kick-ass the toy is. Nice. And that's the highest compliment I can give it. (laughs) It's a pretty sweet figure. I have no idea if we've seen this gun before. It kind of feels like something we might have seen with an AIM soldier or something in the past, but at the same time, it feels new. Well, speaking of AIM soldier guns and reusable parts, we have figure five, Nick Fury. This year's chameleon for me. Not just you. Everybody. Well, he's not Black Panther expensive, I'm happy to say. Yeah. 
I'm happy we're getting a classic comic Nick Fury. The Nick Fury I grew up with, I understand everybody loves Sam Jackson and they've somehow retconned Nick mm-hmm. Fury's son to look like Sam Jackson and now he's the new Nick Fury just because they the tail's wagging the dog. But I'm happy to get this classic style. If I could change one thing about him, I'd have given him the... J. Jonah Jameson sneer so I could glue a cigar in there. So this one's got like a sneer. One of the heads has like a little bit of a sneer. The one with the eye thing. You could glue a cigar in that one. Well, yes, there are three heads here. You have a Nick Fury figure. But wait, there's more. You also have a Dirk Anger figure. <laughs> Director of hate. Yes. Are they hiring at hate? Yeah. And you know what he You know what he looks like? He kind of looks like a deranged Phil from uh, Modern Family. <laughs> Yes, he does. <laughs> he did not come up with any baby ducks, though. <laughs> I love Wikipedia's explanation of who Dirk Hate is. Is Warren Ellis wanted to use Fury, but Fury was unavailable, so he created a thinly veiled, over the top parody of Nick Fury. <laughs> Dirk Anger. <laughs> yeah, you, you see it. Like Nick, Dirk, they both ends in the K sounds, and Fury, Anger. Yep. It is a great head with his little, like, monocle going on there. And his kind of crazy hairdo. I'm digging it. And then the third figure there is just a masked shield soldier. Or a halo helmet. Yeah, I thought this was halo. I'll be honest. Paint the mask silver and cobra! (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a cool looking accessory, though. And I was really kind of hoping that this helmet would fit on Captain America, too, because it'd be kind of a cool way to have Cap helmeted. But it doesn't. Different size peg holes. But yeah, I like this helmet is cool and probably one of the reasons why people are going to want to pick up multiple versions of this figure, because you can't have just one shield trooper, right? No, you got to have at least two. And so what kind of parts reuse do we have here? I mean, obviously, I think it's our is this just a standard medium buck and then they've glued on some wrist cuffs and then used some rubber accessories to add hip holster that slides up and down and belt and chest holster. (laughs) Yep. You did it. So (laughs) no. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what we're looking at is this pretty standard buck that we've seen on a lot of figures before, you know, like a Batroc to leaper type of thing, you know, those type of characters where it's just that medium, not overly skinny body, but these accessories. And I don't know if it's because it's Nick Fury really remind me of the toy biz days of of the six inch figures they're kind of oversized you know and kind of puffy and rubbery it's something hasbro doesn't usually do with their accessories it was something toy biz did and i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but if you took out you know like cable or even nick fury from back in those days the things they put on were these more malleable type of things and it's really hearkening back to that for me but I do like the detail of what they've done here. The little glove wrist ends really help sell these as, as gloves that are just kind of pushed down and he's ready to get down to business. I suppose this is the Nick Fury way of, you know, opposite way of rolling up his sleeves. He pushes down his gloves. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like that they didn't go crazy with the boots. You know, they didn't do anything wacky. It's just, you know, boots that come up half his calf and they're white. Because they could have very easily gone pirate boot here, and they didn't. I like the wash they gave to all the rubber accessories, where they're like blue-tinged white and things. 
Yeah, that's. I guess that's another part of it that makes me feel toy busy with this. I'm also very impressed with the the paint job they did on the on the shield logo on the shoulders. It's silver with black, and then if you look real close, they actually got the little bit of red and blue in there for the shield in the in the bird's body. Oh yeah, it's pretty impressive what they've done here, and the sculpting on these accessories is very well done. I guess it would have been neat to have the gun that's slung over his shoulder actually being in a working holster. Yeah, minor nitpick, I think. Oh, totally minor, totally minor. But the gun that he does come with is, it's a little toyish feeling, but it doesn't feel familiar. I don't think we've seen this gun before. It feels kind of like almost one of the guns that they would use to start back in the day to make a Star Wars weapon. You know, like you always read those books like, oh, that Luke Skywalker's blaster is made from a German Luger or whatever. (laughs) It feels kind of like that. But it's just, you know, simply cast in a silvery gray plastic with no paint apps on it or anything. So it's nothing special and actually a little flimsy. It's got a really skinny barrel on it. But it does fit in his holster on his hip very nicely and stays pretty darn fit in there. So, Well, I am hopeful this figure is going to, like Chameleon, ship so often that he eventually becomes very commonplace. Because you need a minimum of four, I would say. (laughs) Definitely. And I would like to get another one just for the simple fact that mine has, I've never experienced this before, but my neck joint is really loose. You know, you can see a chiropractor about that. I have been. And, you know, it's just, it's not working out for me. (laughs) But yeah, no, like my guys, like I can shake him and his head rocks around. Mm. So that's a little disappointing. Then our final figure of this wave is another one I'm not overly familiar with red guardian yeah he is the russian communist version of captain america and he's much more muscular (laughs) with his little mohawk thing on his helmet i feel like he's in a punk band i I don't know if you why why you want to yeah he is kind of punky he's not that much more muscular than cap he's using the same buck as whenever we get a comic version of cap Well, the difference is with Cap, we don't get six-pack abs, we get stripy abs. And so he doesn't look muscular. Ah, he's hiding his ab strength. Maybe it's the mohawk. He just felt like he was a lot bigger, like they were using the medium buck versus the smaller buck. But if it's the same as the comic calves, I guess I'm just being influenced by tiny Chris Evans figure here. (laughs) Oh, man, now you're just being mean. But this is using a lot of Cap stuff here. I mean, I don't have one right here in front of me, but... I'm going to say these gloves have come from a previously used cap, the pirate boots, and maybe even the belt. So we might just be looking at a repaint with a new head. I don't know about the belt, because if you feel along the top, it has those notches where the red stripes are. Yeah, but those could just be belt loops used on another cap figure. True. I mean, I haven't looked that closely at the cap belts to guarantee, but it's the one piece that doesn't feel so familiar. And of course, the head with the mohawk. Yep. But it makes sense if we're looking at a Russian cap that we would have that kind of use. And certainly he does have Cap's peg hole in the back, which is perfect to stick his shield peg in. (laughs) That sounds really weird. But his is different because he has a big giant star and no stripes. Well, he's Russian. Mm Mm-hmm. From Mother Russia. I'm surprised he doesn't have a sickle. Now, the paint job on the shield is actually kind of cool. Like, if you get it in just the right light, you kind of see that opalescent, like, red going through, or the silver showing through the red. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a neat effect. I'm trying to... I think it's actually cast in that red plastic, and the star is painted on silver. It is. You can actually see the injection hole, at least on our shield, where they 
have injected the mold with that, with the red oh, plastic. Yeah. There's like a little dimple on the front. If you look on the back, you can see it better. Oh, yep. Kind of neat, but it's got like a little bit of a translucence to it. It's kind of like almost like a black cherry color. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. And the star is a little bit more relaxed than the Captain America star. Yeah, it's the, the angles aren't as deep. No. Hmm. Relaxed. It's a relaxed star. Yeah, it's relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like what they did here. It's instead of just being completely cast in this, once again, tomato soupy red, <laughs> they gave a little bit of a black wash on his chest going up into his face even. Which I'm not sure we're supposed to denote, but it looks kind of neat. Now, I don't know if it's just mine, but I find that star to be horribly painted. It's the only paint problem I have is there's like dings all over it and some white paint outside the star and where the dark wash is. Oh, on his chest? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a bummer. Mine's pretty darn clean. Like, the edges are clean. I have one little point that has just a little bit of, like, almost looks like a nick out of it. But for the most part, it's nice and sharp. What about on his back? Is it any better on his back? Yeah, quite a bit better. I think there's still like a couple pinhole places where the paint didn't go right, but it's much better. Uh, well, I get a feeling that this will be one of the clearance figures come into summer that you can pick up a better version of when you see him. And then, of course, all these figures combined build my favorite figure in a hell of a long time, Giant Man from the movie. Scott Lang, and how many nice things can I say about this figure? From the eyes that are actually under the helmet, so you look through, it's like there's really a head under there. Yeah. To the poseability of him, to the sheer scale. No, he's not big enough to grab War Machine by the foot and toss him around, but... He is if you have the little two-inch ones. Yeah, he could hold the miniverse ones. Yeah, that would be it, though. He's not necessarily legend scale and for comparison i pulled out my giant man from the san diego comic-con set and this is a much smaller giant man than that yeah okay that is gonna be the only thing i think we have the ding about this so let's talk about it scale (laughs) is the only problem here you know it's way i mean woefully underscaled from being you know proper for six inch figures Not even three and three quarter inch figures and even still a little too small for the two and a half inch figures. So I don't know. I mean, do you think they could have given us a Galactus size giant man? That would have been really cool. I'm sure they could have. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they could cost it out. It's physically possible. Let me ask you this. If they made one that size for a Comic-Con exclusive, would you be excited? Because I think I would if they put this type of quality of sculpt into it. I would be down for that. Yeah, but I think that Ant-Man's not necessarily a cult favorite like Galactus was. Well, last year was Ant-Man's exclusives. So I am really liking all the detail and different textures they put into this outfit. Like the red has like a nice cross hatching going on. The gray area below it is basically horizontal lines. I know, just all the texture, everything there. Is It's as detailed inch for inch as the Black Panther figure, and there's a lot more inches. And like you said, the thing that really, really sets it over the top is the fact that there's a sculpted head underneath this mask. That really sends it home for me. Yeah, and there's so much posability. Like, some of the best Legends posability is here in this figure. You got, you know, 
all kinds of hip articulation, arm articulation. There's no pose I haven't been able to not have him do. We were supposed to review this on the show two weeks ago. He has sat on my desk this entire time. There has not been a time I've sat at my desk and not picked up and played with Giant Man. No, I think he's great. I don't know. Something about just how they did his outfit. The helmet is amazing. And I think it's, I don't know, I guess because everything we got last year was tiny. It's kind of fun to have this. Yeah, I mean, he's much bigger than what was last year's biggest Mandroid. I guess he's... Is he smaller than Hulkbuster? Uh, he's probably taller than Hulkbuster, but amount of plastic-wise, not as much. Oh yeah, he's a good head above Hulkbuster. So he's our tallest Build-A-Figure, if not our largest. Very nice. I'm just noticing now that they gave him foot pegs, as if you're going to have some stand to put him on, because these are way bigger than... Well, no, maybe they're standard size. Just seems bigger for some reason. I think they're bigger. Giant Man has them too. Maybe those NECA stands for 8-inch figures. Oh, yeah. But you're right. At this bigger scale, you can get some real good movement out of him. Like, I mean, almost yoga poses with his legs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's nice is I I really think that they took what was something fun in the movie when he was Giant Man and made a really good figure to go with it. I mean, if I was a little kid and I was playing with these, I would have my Giant Man and be recreating the airport scene. With the mini-verse figure, so. Yeah, you'd, you'd almost need the, the mini to make that happen. All right, so that ends this wave, and it's the last wave of Legends we know about until, I guess the X-Men wave is coming somewhat soon? Yeah, they're definitely not going to be here in time for the movie, and maybe, you know, those 12-inch figures that we saw back at Toy Fair might start showing up soon. Packaging shots of those are starting to surface, too, so... Yeah, we posted some high-res shots to our Facebook page. I really want to see how that looks in person, you know? I just, I'm iffy on 12-inch figures, but you know what? If they're as cool as this giant man, I'm all in. Yeah, if it, and if they only make three of them so far, I'll be all in. It's when they start getting crazy and making, you know, 12 of them a year. That's when I'm going to have to question how all in I am. <laughs> One a month is too many? <laughs> Depending on the price, I'm guessing they're going to be 50 bucks. They each. are 50 and you're right. You can pretty much get a figure arts for that. Yep. Figure arts or, you know, just don't get all of those. And that's two hot toys over the course of a year or one hot toy. Same scale, way more figures. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back in two weeks and talk Marvel collecting. And we don't know what, because we actually don't have a backlog of figures. I did just get wave <laughs> two of the three and three quarter inch though. Oh, nice. I haven't seen those yet, but maybe maybe I'll get some of those in hand, too, and we can talk about those. So look forward to that on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is a fan-run show that relies on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to MarveliciousToys.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. 
A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback on Marvelicious Toys. You can email us at show at MarveliciousToys.com or post your thoughts in our forums. You can also find Marvelicious Toys on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews by emailing an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff, Scott, and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Jerry and Jeff. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Ooh, I just bamfed. Now I'm scaring myself. (laughs) (laughs) We need to get you some medicine to so you don't bamf the rest of the show. Little Bamfax. <laughs> Holy cow, it's mutants. Amazon himself is himself, Mr. Amazon. <laughs> Mr. Amazon. Jeff Amazon. <laughs> Mr. Amazon, we've been expecting you. <laughs> yeah, I paid for two-day prime. <laughs> The entire first two days, it was in and out, and more out than in. Hmm. Usually I like it more in than out, but, you know. Uh, he's probably taller than Hulkbuster, but amount of plastic-wise, not as much. Let me grab Hulkbuster here. He's going to grab his Hulkbuster, I'm going to grab my giant man, and we'll see where this party goes. <laughs>